0: Send down some angels And they better have guns Cause
1: everybody's crazy down here or
0: everybody's drugs Casinos, those stock shows or my trash goes to
1: die
2: Listeners and people of faith, uh, welcome to uh, Kate's Bunker episode 9. If you're joining me from the Spider Church forums, welcome. Uh, This is the podcast I was telling you about, and this is the religion episode. Uh, There's not going to be any arguing with my ex on this episode. No demons, none of that. Just a a meaningful conversation about God, which, by the way, Spider Church forums... 50 times more welcoming than Bunker Chat ever was. Now, granted, I was mostly arguing with the people on Bunker Chat and, you know, Spider Church forums, I don't really argue with anyone and, you know, I'm actively trying to be a better person, but still, you know, Bunker Chat and Tom, uh, y- you guys can go fuck yourselves. Um, okay, yeah, so today we have three guests and uh, one is calling in independently of the other two and I have zero idea how this is going to go or how much time it's going to take, but... By the grace of God, I did manage to get three people who wanted to discuss spirituality at the same time. Unfortunately, uh, Reverend Jimothy White, who we interviewed previously on episode six, he's not going to be able to participate in the roundtable discussion uh, because his pelican is uh, still sick. But he is going to lead us in a brief prayer and uh, we're going to participate in a special spider church ritual. And... Then, and I'm almost positive that this is going to be happening uh, because I was talking to them both earlier, uh, I am going to have on Toe Hogan and I'm going to have on LA psychic practitioner Sophia LeBeau. Um, I'm not going to do too much background on her, I'm just going to let her introduce herself, but super excited to have her on uh, I found her because I was asking Angie if she could, you think of any guests for this episode since Angie and I are starting to be, become pretty friends lovely alien, Uh, if you're new to the show from the Spider Church forums uh, I interviewed her in episode 5, uh, but a lot of you on the forums know her, She that's uh, she's Angie DeMarco78, that's, that's who she is, okay, so and uh, she said that she is a tarot card reader she talks to on the phone every week that seemed to have a lot of interesting ideas about spirituality. Uh, so I called her up, and she agreed to do the podcast. Um, and if you need any further proof that the Spirit is with us today, uh, the robot law firm did not send in any other their ad copy this week. They said that every year uh, they all go up to some retreat center for a week and they install updates. So uh, they didn't have any of their marketing robots write in anything to air. So... Despite having a run-in with a literal demon last episode, uh, I think I might be starting to like the whole God concept again. Okay, uh, let's let's conference in Timothy for the blessing. Hi, uh, Reverend White.
0: Hello, Kate. We are humbled by the spiders.
2: We are humbled by the spiders. Listen, I'm so sorry to hear that one of your pelicans is sick. Like, how, how is he doing? Or or is it she, they? Uh, what are your pelicans' pronouns?
0: She, her name is Bella. She's progressing okay. She had been exhibiting signs of illness a few weeks ago, just showing general signs of fatigue, being sluggish at catching fish and whatnot and then we found some kind of growth in her gure pouch it's in case you didn't know the gure cap pouch is what they call the large pouch of skin under the pelican's beak where they store the fish oh interesting
2: I, i always wondered what that that floppy thing was called uh so oh shit so that's terrible though so you found a growth is is she gonna be okay
0: We took Maybella to an ornithologist that is a member of the Everglades City Spider Church and he did a biopsy of it and we are still waiting for the test results, but at the moment she's very dizzy from the anesthesia and we don't want to leave her unsupervised for too long.
2: Oh, of course, yeah, no, 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 we won't be too long. Uh, so, so Reverend White is uh, going to just do a few-line prayer, and then, as a special treat, we are actually going to do a Spider Church Tarantella blessing, which I am going to let you, Reverend White, explain in the interest of time.
0: We at Spider Church consider the Tarantella to be holy music because it is the oldest form of music on this planet that is exclusively dedicated to spiders. The tan teller emerged in Southern Italy hundreds of years ago, prior to the middle ages. It was said that this music and the frenzied dancing that accompanies it would cure the effects of poisonous bites from the wolf spiders in the province of Taranto, which would later be referred to as tarantulas. We view this ancient dancing and music as the ultimate expression of humility toward the spiders. So now I will say a brief prayer and we will do a Tarantella blessing. If if you the listener would like to participate in the blessing, you are more than welcome to do so. A Tarantella blessing is simply when we put on the Tarantella and vocalize our humility toward the spiders in whatever way the spirit moves us to do in that moment. Yeah, I said, Kate, of course we'll be doing this in English and I will be doing it in my native language, which as some of you know from my previous appearance on, this program is atonal. Let us pray. Oh God, please lend Kate and her listeners the power to find the deep spiritual truths that they seek. Please bless her microphones and audio equipment so that she may continue to spread the good word. Please give her the courage to counter the cynicism of skeptics and withstand the wrath of those who murder the spoilers and give us all the strength to believe in ourselves and shun all who refer to us as MLM, for we are in MLM. We are humbled by the spiders.
2: We are humbled by the spiders. (laughs) We are humbled by the spiders. We love the spiders. I fear them. I fear their poison. I fear that they can get into the house at any moment. My home is not mine. I give my space to the spiders. Their silk is strong. Their silk is stronger than a telephone cable. The spiders, they live within us. We eat several a year. That's how close to our insides they are. We we love them. All eight legs, all of their majesty. We are humbled. We are very humbled. I fear them. I respect them. I have seen so many! They live with me now! They live in my spirit! We are humbled! We are so humbled! Oh spiders! Spiders! We fear you! I can't hear you coming! The spiders, they are silent like ninjas! You don't know when they will jump! You don't know where they will crawl! They can crawl anywhere! They defy gravity! They descend from the ceiling! Wow. Okay, great, Reverend White. Uh, thank you so much. I- I'm not going to keep you from my Bella. Uh I feel energized for the rest of this podcast, and uh, that was great.
0: It was my pleasure, Kate. We are humbled by the spiders.
2: We are humbled by the spiders. Okay, so uh, with that done, let's get Toe Hogan on the line, or let's try to. Hopefully, he's actually fucking there. <laughs>
1: Hey, Kay, we're doing that god shit right now, right?
2: Oh my god, you remembered! That Tarantella blessing actually fucking worked! Uh Holy shit!
1: Oh wow, you're really going all in on Spider Church. You're doing that shit to rev up for podcasting now?
2: Oh, no, not every time. Me and Jimothy just did one, you know, like, over the phone. Like, he he couldn't do a whole interview today because one of his pelicans is sick. But, like, I still wanted to include him in the episode. So we did the Tarantella blessing, and, you know, he did a short prayer. So the discussion is just going to be you and Sophia. Uh,
1: You're going to actually air a Spider Church Tarantella blessing?
2: uh yeah i was planning to uh whole point of this episode is to give people insight on religion and spiritual beliefs and it's a really unique and important ritual in spider church
1: yeah but they sound fucking ridiculous every time someone records one of those it immediately gets auto-tuned and remixed by atheists on tiktok like if you don't know how to edit that out like you're gonna become a meme like i don't know instantly
2: yeah, well, this phone isn't really updated enough to run TikTok, you know, the podcast needs attention, I'm, I'm just constantly defending this religion anyway, so you know what, if that happens, uh, whatever, I'll just get a bunch of listens and I'm not gonna worry about where they came from.
1: Wow, you know, I really thought you were gonna shit the bed on producing this podcast, but you're really starting to get the hang of it.
2: Thank you, Toe. Uh, given your status as a podcasting giant, that's a phenomenal backhanded compliment. You're welcome. Okay, so Sophia texted a few minutes ago saying she's ready to go, so uh, let's get her on the call.
1: Who's Sophia? Uh,
2: It's Angie Psychic out in L.A.
1: Who's Angie?
2: Oh, she's the alien I had on from Staten Island that got me into Spider Church.
1: Oh, shit. You've had guests on here that weren't poached from my podcast?
2: Uh... Yeah, it's happened several times now. The source booked Angie on episode 5, and he got me Marlon and Wedge on episode 7, and the last episode I got to interview uh, an actual demon. So, uh, despite what your fans are saying, my podcast is not a spinoff of your podcast, okay? I can get my own guests.
1: Oh, wow. I'm really proud of you, Kate. I'm glad I can make this project successful.
2: And the backhanded compliments just keep on coming! Alright, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna conference in sophia now everyone please welcome to the podcast uh sophia lebeau from los angeles california hi sophia hi katie right you're calling about a consultation for a reading uh no this this is actually an interview i mean well it's it's kind of a round table discussion about god i mean well well, maybe not a round table. Is it it's like just you guys and uh, but I feel like didn't didn't we already go over this in the email? Did did I like fuck up and forget something? Oh yes, I'm sorry.
3: I remember now. You wanted to discuss my various interactions with the spirits. Who else is on this call? I was only prepared for one person's vibes. I sense very intense vibes from whoever else is here. He's a man of high stature, I'm assuming.
1: Kate. If you explain this wrong after I was actually on time for this, I'm never going to be on time for your podcast ever again.
3: Oh, Tohogan! Of course! I thought it felt like an
2: Aries. You're a triple Aries, right?
1: That's what my sponsors say, and I've chosen to believe them.
2: Oh my god, what have I done?
3: Katie, can you give me a few minutes? I hit traffic on the one on the way back home from my sound bath session And I forgot to open the window and speak my afternoon affirmations into the canyon. I was going to skip it and just put a few extra tourmaline amulets on my necklace to reinforce my energy field. But if there's more than one strong personality on this recording, and I'm going to be discussing the spirits with you, I need to be secure in my space, or all of my energy centers are going to be off balance for weeks. There's also a draft coming through the skylight in the solarium right now, and I just can't with that
2: yeah sure no problem uh just just can you just come back on when you can you know i i, I don't know how much time till hogan has thank you for understanding just a moment i'll signal when i'm back on signal what does that mean so sophia so Oh Jesus, Spider Christ! Toe, can you can you please do me a solid and just stay on this call until she comes back? Oh,
1: I'm not hanging up. I need to see how long you last in a conversation with an L.A. mall psychic without losing your mind. This is great.
2: <sighs> okay. Can you? Well, can you just like tell me one thing you think about God, so I have like a, a shot in hell at this episode actually touching on religion? Because I'm already starting to feel like this episode's a lost cause.
1: I mean, yeah, I just talked to God. I was in Brazil at the ayahuasca retreat last week. I talked to God like fifteen times. God's great, dude.
2: You know, the super just popped off about some trip he just had and I, I I'm really hoping that Sophia has some ways to talk to God that aren't based in throwing up because you know, I really don't need to fuck with my stomach any more than I already do. But what What did God say to you one of these 15 times?
1: That I'm on the right track with Hank. He's programming the simulation, and I need to keep pursuing the truth.
2: I swear to God, Toe, if you just keep riling up your fans against that poor man, I'm going to shove a jar of protein powder up your... I'm back. Sorry to
3: keep you waiting. I took a little extra time speaking to Topanga, but I'm ready for discourse now. Oh, thank God. Um, Katie, if this is okay with you, would you be able to invoke goddess and not God during this interview? I feel that the energy of this group is patriarchal, and
2: we should find some kind of way to balance it. Um, sure. I mean, we're two women and a guy, but okay, fine. Uh, goddess. Uh... Real quick though, uh, my, my name isn't Katie though. I usually go by Kate. Oh, I know,
3: but again, this energy here, very Yang. I need to brighten the words I'm using wherever possible. Katie has a much higher vibration.
2: Okay, sure, fine. Uh, wh- whatever we can, you know, fucking do. I just will use the name my mom uses when she's mad at me or, but whatever works for your energy or whatever. Just let's, let's, let's get this conversation going. Uh, qu- quick question though did Did you just say you were talking to Topanga? Like, who's Topanga? The only Topanga I'm aware of is fictional. Oh yes, I could see how that might
3: be confusing for someone who isn't from Los Angeles. I mean, Topanga Canyon—that's the part of LA I live in. I say my affirmations into the canyon outside of my window.
2: I'm not gonna confirm or deny my location, but for the sake of this interview, let's just uh, assume I don't know anything about LA.
1: Kate, if you're going to keep doing conspiracy podcast interviews, you're going to need to learn more stuff about LA. I have stock questions for people making LA references just to keep the conversation going. It's the only way to make sure West Coast guests don't deadlock on you. Here, I'll show you. Sophia, didn't some Manson family shit go down in Panga? Yes, and that's
3: exactly why it is so important to speak healing affirmations into the canyon if you live here.
1: Do you think the true crime nerds focusing their energy on past events is strengthening the energetic imprint those events had on the locations themselves?
2: Toe, please stop hijacking my podcast.
1: This isn't hijacking, Kate. I'm coaching you. You're still green at all this.
2: Yeah. Okay. But I got to episode nine without touching on true crime or doing anything to cater to true crime nerds. You know, and I really like to keep it that way.
3: Yes, I agree with Katie. I don't want to discuss traumatic events if we're going to be discussing spiritual matters, and we really need to do everything we can to not make
2: this a male-dominated conversational space. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I get like I get it. But I'm I'm a woman though. But I, I guess it's I it's more about you know, the vibe. No, no, I mean, I get it. It's fine. I, I know what gender my vibe is. I live alone underground. It's just me and my anger, and it's fucking dark. It's, it's Sorry, Sorry. we need to stay on task. Uh, so, Sophia, you're a psychic, and Angie said you have some kind of unique thing you do with the tarot cards, and, you know, she tried to explain it to me, but I stopped her because, you know, I want you to explain it to me because uh, I don't really like listening to stuff twice. So how... Do you know that these things work? And how do you know that there are spirits in them? Like, you know, can can you walk me through your process?
1: What am I supposed to do right now?
2: Nothing, dude. I didn't ask you a question. Like, can you chill for a second? All the the listeners fucking know who you are. We need to introduce Sophia.
1: Okay, well, in that case, I'm just going to put myself on mute because I need to yell at my landscaping guy
2: leave dude just wait five seconds did you just did you just say that you wanted to see how this interview was gonna go Toe. dude and he's gone okay you know sophia you're right we need to take down the male energy in the space and all that energy you know even though all that energy ever does is get listens on my podcast we still should let's just take it down okay you know uh, back to what i was saying can you can you walk me through your process sophia Oh, Jesus. Did I lose connection to her, too? Fuck. Maybe she she didn't even sign off, either. Maybe the Google Meet is fucked up. I'm sorry.
3: I just had to put you guys on mute for a second. I felt the vibe getting a little hostile. But we have a psychic connection, so I turned it back on when I felt it calm down. He left, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, actually, he did. Okay. Well, I can walk you through my divination process as you requested, but I only had enough time allotted in my
2: schedule for a psychic consultation and not an interview, so I'll have to be brief. That, that's completely fine. I've more or less given up trying to control anything about this episode.
3: Giving up control is the best way to find freedom in your life the universe is always expanding and the planets never try to fight the gravitational pull and the movements in the sky and yet we think we are superior to the planets and we can just defy gravity with our addictions to the way we think things should
2: be without acknowledging magic and the way things are yeah yeah spider church has something in the scripture about that it's just like you know like something along the lines of uh uh, what is that? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't control uh, whether or not the spiders are in your home. Uh, the spiders will always be able to get into your home. Uh, the the only thing we have control over is how we treat the spiders once they are there. Uh, we are humbled by the spiders. We are humbled by the spiders. Oh, are, are you in Spider Church?
3: I resonate with a lot of Spider Church's beliefs, but I don't view myself as practicing i don't contribute to the offerings apart from buying some of the cookie baking kits i say we are humbled by the spiders out of respect for the beliefs of my clients or in this case your beliefs
2: oh right cuz A- angie's your client too she's been in spider turns since like before i was born indeed Spider Church is getting a lot more traction
3: out here in Los Angeles and with my Southwest clients. It's really amazing. I've never seen a religious movement gain so much traction without actually evangelizing. The numbers seem to just be growing because of Toe Hogan's podcast and the cookie kits.
2: Yeah, the cookies are pretty good. I've been eating them for like a month.
1: Hey, I'm back. Sorry. This dude was supposed to be cutting my hedges out front into these psychedelic mushroom topiaries, but he was, like, fucking up all over the place, and it just looked like there was a giant green dick in my front yard for a second.
2: Oh, hey. Yeah, great timing. I was about to get to the key question I need to ask Sophia because she's running out of time to be here, but, you know, please, uh, just, uh, just drag this further off course.
1: You're still on the same question you were when I left? Yes. Okay, well, that's your fault for not controlling the interview.
2: Well, if you had stayed on, you would know that me and Sophia were just discussing how we need to let go of control. And, you know, we did actually touch on spiritual concepts. So, you know, maybe uh, this was the way it was meant to go. And the, the powers that be, you know, w- wanted me and her to discuss that. You know, just uh, y- y- you ever think about that, asshole?
4: I
1: think about spirituality all the time. I just recorded at that retreat center in Brazil for a week. All we did was trip our phases off.
3: I don't sense the spirit moving with you from where I am. Maybe I'm just hitting some interference, but I'm getting the sense that you were mostly speaking to people and not spirits. You were mostly on this plane of existence within the patriarchal structure.
1: Yeah, but me and the DJ that runs the retreat center were laying on the roof of one of these huts and talking about how weird it is to be a man for hours. And I felt like the conversation really got to me. It's like really different to be a man now in 2021. That
2: just sounds like an episode of your podcast.
1: It was. You can look it up. Episode 5799 with DJ Ayahuasca the Grouch.
2: (gasps) Oh, my God.
3: DJ Ayahuasca the Grouch. He was at the sound bath I just got back from. What a fantastic synchronicity. I love him. What a great vibe.
1: Yeah, he's chill. Listen, I'm going to go. This dude is really fucking up my hedges.
2: Yeah, okay, fine. Sophia needs to leave, too. It was good talking to you. Thank you once again for the engagement on my podcast, and uh, have fun yelling at the people you don't pay enough.
1: Will do. We're humbled by the spiders.
2: We are humbled by the spiders. We
3: are humbled by the spiders.
2: (sighs) Okay, wonderful. He's gone. Okay, um, so can you just like, summarize your process super quick before you have to go? Um, I mean... (laughs) It's super
3: hard to quantify these things with three-dimensional consensus reality truths. You know, like, it's you asking me to explain calculus when you've never studied calculus, and we only have a minute left of this phone consultation.
2: Um, it's, It's not a consultation, it's an interview.
3: Oh, right, sorry, Katie. But you know, there's a lot of foundational
2: knowledge we need to get through about how the spirit world works. Yeah, and I imagine, you know, we could have gotten through it if uh, Tohogan wasn't being a dick, so I'm just gonna... I'll have to have you back on the podcast without him here at some point. I'm so sorry that happened.
3: How about I just give you a super quick one-card reading?
2: Uh, sure. Yeah, that'd work.
3: Okay, hold on. Let me get centered. Um... Just a moment. The spirits flung your cards under the couch.
2: You mean it, like, popped out of the deck? That's that's cool. Did it, like, float or something?
3: Oh, no. When I dropped off the cards on the ground, yours chose to guide itself under the couch. I, I will have it retrieved in a moment. Um,
2: sh- sure. Okay.
4: <sighs> <sighs>
2: <sighs> Phew. Got it. Great. Um, b- before we go into what the card is, um, did you just, like, uh, throw all the cards on the ground instead of uh, shuffling them? Oh, yes. I prefer to let the cards commune with the air spirits
3: and the earth spirits before I call upon the intuition of my guides to tell me the location of the card that pertains to you when I allow the cards to fall to the earth instead of pushing them around a table or shuffling them in my hands, the spirits are more freed from my influence and can speak more truthfully. There are a lot of readers that prefer to do a structured geometric layout in readings, but I think that when you structure the cards that way, they become too influenced by the reader's intentions and past traumas. I'd rather let the cards fall in their own way and let the natural gravity pull them to the earth in a way that makes sense to them and makes them comfortable and secure and the way
2: that they project someone else's fate oh okay um I mean I, I don't want to be insulting when I say this but like it, isn't that like the, the thing you did when you were a little kid where you like asked if someone wanted to play 52 card pickup and then they just like threw all the cards on the ground
3: There are 78 cards in a tarot deck, Katie. Oh, so like, 78 card pickup, or? This is a one card reading. I sense that you're trying to be funny. Do you need to explain the joke? I want to hear and empathize and understand the joke with you and then enjoy the laughter together, but I don't have a lot of time until my next client. No,
2: it's fine. Um, what's the card? Turning it over now. Oh. What? What, is it bad?
3: I mean, not necessarily. It's a ten of swords, but
2: this could be one of the times that I'm wrong. What do you mean this could be one of the times you were wrong? I I thought you were a psychic. I am, but I set
3: myself apart from other psychics. I'm honest about the fact that I'm only right nine out of ten
2: times. Wait, you advertise as being wrong one out of ten times, but people still go to you? I mean,
3: yes. I'm right most of the time, but if I don't want bad karma from dishonesty, it's important that I be transparent about the fact that I'm not always right. Good psychics are right most of the time, but nobody can actually tell the future 100% of the time. People appreciate my honesty, and it creates really good client retention for me. Also, I really don't want clients that make every decision based on my readings. They have a very creepy, obsessive vibe. And I just don't need those kinds of needy, psychic vampires connecting cords to my aura like that.
2: Okay, uh, so how do people know that you aren't scamming them? Everyone says I'm right most of the time
3: on Yelp. I have exactly four stars at all times, and I perceive four to be a number
2: that resonates with fate. Okay, but, like, if you're in touch with the spirits asking them questions about the future, why would they lie to you just, like, a small percentage of the time?
3: That's just how predestination works, Katie. For example, say spirit sees a paper airplane being thrown at a wall. I cannot see the paper airplane being thrown. The spirit will tell me that a paper airplane will hit the wall because it almost definitely will. But at any point, a cat could run in from the other room and bat it out of the air. That's the 10% of the time that I'm wrong. A great cosmic cat exercising its free will. Um, uh, what? Oh, goddess, my client is calling early. I have to go, she's an A-lister. You can look up the Ten of Swords if you want, but don't be too concerned, I could be wrong.
2: You should decide your own fate. I can only provide you with guidelines. But what's the point of hiring you as a psychic if I'm like actually supposed to decide my own fate?
3: Every soul can use some extra guidance from the spirits to prepare them for hypothetical situations. Goodbye, Katie. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Please let me know if Tohogan ever wants to have me on as a guest after listening to this. I'd love to give him a full reading. Thank you so much for having me on. I hope you use the rest of this day to accomplish the highest good.
2: Okay, um, sure. Uh, bye, Sophia. Goodbye, Katie. We are humbled by the spiders. We are humbled by the spiders. Okay, well, that was enlightening, but also uh, left me significantly more confused than when I started the interview. I... Wow, that that thing she said with the cat and the paper airplane, I I feel like I need to meditate on that for like the rest of my life. But I also kind of feel compelled to say it was the stupidest shit on the fucking planet. I don't. Um, I feel so conflicted right now. Like, what even? Great cosmic cat? I it, it, no, never mind. Whatever. She's from L.A. Okay, you know that's that's a good place to end as this. Uh, you know any of these episodes have been really I oh 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 my god it's Hank uh hold on let me get this Hank hi it's it's Kate did you did you mean to like actually call this number
4: yeah yeah I did sorry I I haven't sorry I haven't been responding to your calls Uh, I've been super busy lately trying to you know stabilize my uh living situation uh how have you been Kate
2: I'm good! I mean, like, about as good as I get with my life situation, but I I just recorded a pretty good episode, I think.
4: That's great. That's that's so good to hear. Uh, Actually, remind me, a few of your listeners have reached out to me and it's actually been really nice. Uh, It's been a really refreshing break from the uh, death threats from everyone else.
2: Oh, that makes me really happy. That that God that means some that some of my listeners aren't Tohogan Hogan fans. Um, you know if they, if they were nice, uh, they were probably members of my church.
4: Oh, they were. Uh, one of them actually sent me one of the cookie baking kits for free, uh, and said that they wanted me to contact them if I was interested in selling any. But um, you know, I already have fundraisers from my own church that I need to participate in, but. Regardless, they were very nice about it. Uh, the cookies are great.
2: I know, man. You know, I keep thinking I'm going to get tired of them, but uh, I just don't. I really might be eating these for the rest of my life. Uh, quick question, though. I, You know, I still have the audio capture software on. Uh, do you mind if I leave this call in the podcast? Uh, I, I think that some of my fans want to hear your voice since uh, you haven't responded to any of my calls since the whole Toe Hogan fan showing up at your house to kill you incident <laughs> uh
4: it, it, it's fine i, I actually want to call you to apologize for not being able to uh, participate in the religious roundtable episode
2: well god works in mysterious ways because uh this actually is the religious roundtable episode
4: he sure does wow what a blessing
2: yeah god the, the spirit is really moving with this podcast today uh so this is the end of the episode so uh do you have any final thoughts you'd want to share with the listeners based in Christianity? Because until this point, uh, we've mostly just had spider church theology and some psychedelic anecdotes and um, wh- wh- whatever it was Sophia was doing.
4: Uh, <clears throat> um, well, I'm not really good at coming up with stuff on the spot like that. Uh, yeah, I, I usually prefer to just listen to my pastor as the Lord intended, and study the Bible in private. But uh, actually, Kate, I I called to see if me and my sister Ellie could possibly come on in a future episode. Um, We wanted to do kind of a family praise music act for a long time. And uh, after my near-death experience with Tohogan's fan, we decided that life is short, and we want to start writing some songs together. Uh, We've been doing some gigs at a few churches and Bible studies here in Ohio. We want to maybe do a song on the podcast since your listeners have been so nice to us. And frankly, you know, we could use the exposure.
2: Of course. I'd love for you guys to come on. That'd be amazing. And it would make me feel uh, significantly less guilty that you almost got murdered because of an argument that happened on my podcast.
4: No, 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 no need to apologize. No need to feel guilty. Uh, You know, I already forgave you.
2: Yeah, but if I don't feel, like, at least a little bit guilty, uh, I'm going to let these podcast feuds get out of control. Like, I hate them, and, uh, I really wish people weren't so horrible to you, but they, you know, they boost my listens up a lot, and, you know, it's really hard to fight the temptation to just, like, you know, accept every single phone call and make my life more dramatic on purpose, you know, since the podcast is the only vaguely successful thing in my life, Eh.
4: I wouldn't, it wouldn't be so hard on yourself, but anyway, I'm I'm glad that you recognize that darkness in yourself, Kate, and I believe that that will make your spiritual path that much easier.
2: I sure hope so! Uh, listen, I want to keep talking, but uh, this episode is already kind of too long, and uh, I don't want to edit anything out of this phone call, so the longer it goes, uh, the more I'm just kind of dragging out the episode, so I should probably hang up. Um, but I'll circle back and uh, talk to you go- about uh, scheduling you and Ellie.
4: Absolutely. Talk to you soon, Kate. Thank you.
2: Bye, Hank. Oh, my God. That was a miracle. That was a literal, confusing, unbelievable miracle. Uh, th- Listeners, if I was ever wavering on uh, Spider Church in my faith before, I have just... I'm just not anymore. You know, my faith was really tested last week, you know, with that demon. But, uh, fuck. Hank's back. And he doesn't hate me. And he wants to play music on my podcast with his sister. He wants to introduce an additional family member to me after I almost got him killed and reunited him with his dad in jail against his will. Uh, that... Okay, listeners. Um, you know what? Fuck it. If you want cookie kits, then you should email me because I'm not just gonna eat these anymore. I'm gonna try to sell them, and too. And you know, you should too if you want. Uh, you know, I I'll give you a discount and starter kits and send you the order forms or whatever. Remember, it is a fundraiser. This is not a pyramid scheme. But we, you know, I I am humbled by the spiders. I don't know what to tell you. Wow, that what a fantastic episode um oh wait hold on before i go uh how about i just uh look, look up that tarot card that Sophia pulled for me real quick uh let's just let's just google that rude boy um oh oh wow yeah that's wow the ten of swords yeah that is definitely just uh ten swords sticking out of a dude on the ground whatever maybe you know maybe like you know like like she said you know she's only right nine out of ten times you know four stars and yelp maybe you know maybe it's one of the times she's wrong all right cool uh bye listeners
1: kate's bunker is written and directed by hannah harkness with post-production by b jordan this episode features voice acting by steve miller miller sovereign sire drew garrison nick silverstein and hannah harkness as kate the theme music is elephant bones by that handsome devil follow hannah at hark underscore it's hannah on twitter and instagram and new queer order at new queer order on twitter and instagram the truth is down there gotta be it i'm so fucking tired of this